0: Hello, everybody. My name is Christopher Thomas-Plant. My name is Russ Froshtick. And welcome, welcome to the Resties, where the rest of the best discuss the best of the rest. This week, we are talking about Anomaly Agent, a kind of beat-em-up, side-scrolling, anime mashup that is just an absolute delight that we think you're going to really enjoy. And then we're going to talk about the future of this show, which if you have been following us on besties.fan, you've already gotten a taste of it. We did a survey about what you want to hear, and we're talking about what you can expect for the year to come, um, and maybe beyond that, for all I know. Whoa. But first, you you told me before we uh, turned on the recording that you have something you wanted to talk to me about. Chris point: are you in a buy-nothing group? I just joined one. Um, I just joined uh, this past week, and the three things that I have seen so far: um, uh, a, a broken uh, baby cradle, yep, um, uh, a a basically empty bag of dog food, yeah, um, and, and a full like nice two pounds of fresh salmon.
1: Okay, that's weird because Mm -hmm. i was going to talk about the fact i too am in a buy nothing group for my neighborhood and for those that are not aware um there are websites that you can join sometimes they're on facebook sometimes elsewhere specific to your neighborhood assuming you're in like a reasonably you know there's a number of people living by you you join this buy nothing group and people will post basically stuff that they want to get rid of um maybe it's old clothes maybe maybe it's diapers that their kid has grown out of and people then reply in the comments saying, Oh, I could use that, but you can't charge anyone for anything on the buy nothing. That is like the ethos. So you get rid of like the haggling mechanic of it and it's just people getting rid of shit. (laughs) What you've sort of like rounded up, uh, many of the common posts that I see, which are like things that are completely worthless. Like this is garbage and belongs nowhere else, but in the trash, Things that like could be useful if you're in the right point of time where like, oh, there's a stroller and it's the perfect size for my kid at that age. So that happens very occasionally, but it does happen. And then there's the weird shit. And I, too, on my buy nothing group stumbled upon a post where someone was like, hey, I have these fish. Do you want these fish come here? And it was not like a cut. It was not like a, a like a barbecue slab of salmon you just like put on the barbecue. Yeah. This was like, had the head and everything. Like it was a full on fish. And he was like, it, it's fresh, but you need to get it today. There's no, you can't come later. What? It's do or die for this fish. And I was like, who are these people? First of all, where do you get, get a fish? That like? What do you mean who are these people? fishermen no That's... no you, you, but fishermen are smarter than that fishermen know not to give their uh, wares away on a but website their best catch sure certainly not their best cat oh you think they're giving bottom of the barrel stuff to the buy nothing
0: right exactly they're like oh you know like I, I i fed the slop to first the buyers and then the fishmongers and then like the cats next door and what remains you know that's what I'm giving you. Like, I've always heard, this is almost certainly not true, don't sue me, Coca-Cola, that um, the water in a Dasani bottle is like the water that doesn't take when they're making Coca-Cola, that it's like the (laughs) truly unusable water, which I don't think is true, but it is just great to imagine that there is somehow bad water. And that's what I'm picturing with this fish that you're describing.
1: Well, the good news is all water at this point is bad water because of the (laughs) microplastics. So we're fine on that front. I think the other weird post that I saw... Someone posted just a picture of a very old lady. And I was like, that's an odd. It wasn't even a frame. It was like a JPEG of an old lady. And then I read more and the woman was like, yeah, my mom died. So uh, we're getting rid of all her stuff. And then it was just like all old lady stuff that they were giving away. <laughs> very bizarre. But if you want some insight into your neighbors um, in ways that you weren't expecting, first go on the buy nothing and consider not only what are they posting but also what are they taking people are like really taking some genuine trash home I'm to i'm sorry their we, we
0: we we really zipped pie the most important thing here did you take that fish
1: oh no 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 no
0: okay okay i i, I just wanted to okay okay, okay. no I I, uh,
1: I I did give away some diapers uh that was that was my end and uh and collected a weight vest, so everybody wins.
0: You know what it feels <laughs> like? It feels like maybe that's a really good way to do a drug deal. Like you oh. need an excuse to meet up with somebody. You make it really public that you two are meeting. Right. Stuff a, the biggest, ugliest, shittiest fish you can find, full of like cocaine. And then, then you think go you do you the drop this through, and then people are like. People are like, oh, what's going on over there? That's weird. They're giving up giant fish, and people are like, well, you don't want to interrupt that. That's a buy nothing, like freak.
1: You and think it's, like, yeah. You think it's like so public that no one would ever expect it.
0: That's how you do it, hiding in plain, in plain sight.
1: sight. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, John Wick.
0: I, I saw the movie Traffic. I know okay. how this works.
1: I thought it was more a John Wick thing, but yeah. No,
0: no, no, no. It's always a traffic thing. Yeah. Well, this is good to know. I am a little disgusted that both of our buy nothings on two opposite sides of the country involve fish, right? It away. might be the same
1: fish for that's, all I know. That's
0: true. It could be the same fish monger. We should start I, the episode.
1: Yeah, we should. Just one more caveat. If uh-huh. you're like worried about going to someone house someone's house, totally reasonable, please be careful. Uh, oftentimes there are like safe spots for those exchanges. Just be careful, please. <laughs> yeah.
0: What are you? Of course, you, you go to a like a, a, a convenience store. Where, in the parking yeah. lot in front of lots yeah, of yeah. people.
1: What are you Just doing? A, yeah. Be somewhere with a lot of people. That's very important.
0: Everything about this story sounds like you had a really bad. Like you, I did. Aspin, no, great so No, no, far. no. What this sounds like so far is that you, you got the fish. Somebody came. They did not bring a fish. They mugged you. They took everything you own, and you're embarrassed. And now you're like. So, if you ever see a guy who has a fish, just make sure you meet in a public space. <laughs> like, it feels like really caveated in a way that yeah, maybe. I'm really worried. And I feel like I need to call your wife and make sure everyone's
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let us talk about video games.
2: You go get a phone, you just want a phone, talk to your friends and family, and not asking so much. Then you get these contracts. your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mintmobile for details.
0: Okay, we're back, and we're talking about Anomaly Agent. I- I am loving 2024 video games already. I am refreshed. I am rejuvenated. I am definitely spoiled. But 2023 for me was the year of big, big games. And quite frankly, games for other people. I had had this like hot streak of getting just weirdo games for total, you know, like scumbags like myself i guess um uh and i you know i got death stranding i got 13 sentinels there were a lot of indie games i was really loving and then last year it felt like um we got these just these amazing quality 10 out of 10 games and i'm over here like you gotta you know it's gotta have a slight whiff of garbage it has to have like a little bit of like they had to really sweat to make this and this year I turn on my computer. What do I see right away? I see Pal World. And I'm like, great. I know exactly what type of year this one is. Um, The biggest game of the year that we have in our calendars is a Yakuza game and Dragon's Dogma 2. This is my time to shine. And I've already seen that with even like the indie games. And Anomaly Agent is definitely in that zone. And that's why I'm so excited to talk about it. Do you... How, do you have a like kind of a pitch for what this game is
1: sure it's a side-scrolling anime aesthetic uh beat-em-up with like a spy kind of a uh, vibe uh underneath it just narratively speaking
0: yeah it, the 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 character design and vibe it, it's not there's not a one-to-one comp here Cowboy Bebop definitely Yeah, that was my mind. immediate
1: thought was Cowboy Bebop. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um if you watch more modern stuff, The Great Pretenders, which is an anime on Netflix that I cannot recommend enough. It is an anime about heists um and thieves. It's sick. It it reminds me a lot of that this game. The cool hook for the game. Is you work for an agency, and correct me if I'm wrong here because it was a little hard for me to follow, but you work for an agency that investigates anomalies, and that can be anomalies of any sort of kind. Um, that could be like space and time anomalies. It could be like physics anomalies.
1: And mostly and, it seems like if there's weird shit going on, it's like an, uh, you know the MIB in a lot of ways. <laughs> I yes. guess that's all aliens it, in that case, but... But yeah, it's like a top secret agency that's looking into weirdness.
0: Um, It also calls to mind Inception and Chainsaw Man to some degree. Um, And yeah, it it starts out, I would say, a bit slow. You are, I mean, it is, it feels almost like a really old school beat-em-up at the beginning where there's not a lot of platforming. You don't have a lot of moves. You basically have
1: like an attack and a parry. I thought, Um, I'll be honest, I thought it felt horribly when the game started. Like, yeah, I was like immediately kind of put off in in a surprising way because I thought, look, the looks look great. This is the kind of game I'm really into. It's going to be really good on like a Steam Deck or like a Switch or something like that. And I played the like first five minutes. I was like, oh, this doesn't feel very good. Like when you punch and kick guys, it doesn't feel very good. And don't worry, because it does get much, much better in very short order but it is a weird place to start because they basically start you with a very limited move set where you really can just like um, punch and dodge. And that's like it. And then yeah. within, within the first like half hour or so, they'll start weaving in all your other special abilities. You can like throw a card that, that uh, stuns people. You can shoot guns. You can parry enemies, stuff like that. And once you have all the tools at your disposal, it feels great and everything feels like way more fluid. But it's a very weird place to start because, I mean, it, I want games to start yeah. feeling cool very early yes. on.
0: It, it, it really does get to, I would say, normal within the first half hour. And then it just keeps lathering on good, good goop. Yeah. Um, like by the two hour mark. You are alternating. There's all sorts of different weapons from other yep. characters that you can steal from them. There are, are ways to stun characters. There's ways to poison them. There are um, different environmental things that you can trigger against them. You can knock them off edges into giant pits. There is more platforming. So it, it really is – it's almost like playing the evolution of a beat em up genre over the course of those two hours where you start and it is like Atari level, okay, congratulations, punch and block. That that's it.
1: Yeah, it felt like the original like Double Dragon. And then as you're playing through it's like going through the sequels of Double Dragon where it got more yes. interesting. And it really is fast
0: um to do that. The the other thing that helps, at least it did for me, the art and the and the story to some degree goes a long way. Um, yeah. It is this kind of um, pixely, almost like 1980s hues um, art that I, – I, I, because of the focus on anomalies, it gets to be really playful with the world design. So you will have um, moments where suddenly characters are on the ceiling or the ceiling and the floor, the same thing, or the entire world tilts so that you are climbing upwards just to get through a hallway mm-hmm. – um, which or I there's like was... a giant hand chasing you for no reason. Yes, there's a giant <laughs> hand chasing you. And um, I don't know how many of missions that you played, but the missions are quite long. And each of them you are chasing a person that you're hunting down for your agency. Right. So the themes kind of evolve with that. There's one that I did where you are going through a um, nightclub and there's these bartenders who are forcing people to dance and you're fighting them and then going up against the bartender. There's another one that is a hopping around a cyberpunk skyline as all these cars zip by. Um, so it it's kind of hitting a lot of the the classic beats of a beat them up of, like, the, it feels like the sort of game that Konami would have made in the 90s, where each level yeah. is just a little bit different than the one that came before it.
1: They've also got some weird narrative uh, tools at their disposal, because you'll be making, like, uh, dialogue choices as you play through this action game. Oh, yeah. And they can be, like, you're a jerk or you're not a jerk, which is pretty typical, but because of the choices you make, you get currency of, like, a happy face or a sad face... And you can then spend that currency on, like, med kits and shit. It's yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> I, I liked this a lot because... So, yes, there's
0: two currencies. There's happy and sad. And basically, like, happy is when you really pander to somebody. And sad is when you dunk on them, kind of Han Solo style. And
1: when they both... I wouldn't even character. say Han Solo because, like, some of the stuff you say is, like, pretty fucking callous.
0: Yes, that's true. And... When you – the happy stuff goes towards upgrading, yes, I think just your health kits. Yeah. Um, So you – the more of those you get, the more expensive it is to buy health kits. But it's a pretty good incentive to try to be nice. But the more um, callous shit you say, the more money you unlock. And the money can help you purchase uh, all sorts of skills in this kind of like skill tree. So either way – you are being rewarded. Um, there's like not a wrong option, which is cool. Um, and I never felt bad if I, I was like, oh, oops, I, I triggered something wrong there. I just kind of played it as, oh, what do I want to say in this moment? And I felt like I was always happy with the results. I, I, I never felt like I didn't have enough health and I never felt like I didn't have enough um, upgrades, which I, I think could be the fear of that, right? If you played all healthy, suddenly you're not going to have any money.
1: Yeah, I don't think it was like that much of a requirement to like pick one yeah. or the other. It was just like a kind of a nice, fun bonus.
0: Yeah, yeah. I the, 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 the big thing for me with this game is it's a $10 game. And I think I've come up with a policy for $10 games. Are you ready for this? Yeah. If you are a $10 game, I ask that you only do one thing really well. And everything <laughs> else just fine. You don't have to do more than that. If you do more than that, awesome. That rules. Yeah. But if you're a $10 game, if you can pick one thing that you do really, really well and then you do okay on everything else, I am in a great place. My expectations are set. I'm getting, I am I am here for whatever that thing is that you want to show me. And for me, that is the the world that it's created with these you know the cyberpunk and there's some very cute characters there's a like robot bending machine that you are um buying all these upgrades from from and all the characters are goofy and of this kind of like weird fiction of you know interdimensional rips
1: and yeah I, I, as I'm you're talking about i remembered uh elite beat agents is another kind yeah, of yeah yeah feels very similar
0: that's a good comp. And, and and everything else, like, yes, the combat the combat gets good. Um the platforming's fine. The story's okay. not none, none of it's bad, but the world design is so compelling that it's enough to pull me through it. And and again, I, I think I think it's gonna be a shorter game. I imagine it's probably somewhere in the round between
1: five hours.
0: I'm looking it up time. now, it
1: says sixty-three hours long.
0: Oh, good, good, <laughs> perfect. That makes total sense.
1: <laughs> Let's see how uh, long this game takes to beat. Uh, about five, five, six hours.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um and yeah, and, and it's just well-paced, good game. Um, yeah, I guess
1: uh, to 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 readdress your your rule about ten dollars games, I would probably agree with that. Obviously, everyone's sense of value is different, uh, and I do think that there are games that it costs ten dollars that like probably hit on more cylinders than this game does. Uh we were just talking about Tiny Rogues on uh Besties, but that's fine. Like, you know, I don't I don't think again every game needs to be hitting home runs at every turn. Um I like this game. It, it's it's not my favorite. It's weird cuz I'm playing this after having played sanabi quite a bit, and they're actually if not tonally si- I guess they are kind of totally similar. And what you're doing is like a little bit similar. They're both like kind of reaction-based combat games using very different tools. You have a hook shot in Sanabi, and this is obviously more punch and kick and parry. But uh, it it doesn't feel quite on that level of like a super super polished thing. But I also understand that like this seems like uh, a you know much more focused project. And to that extent, I think they're nailing what they're trying to do
0: yeah I think also the type of movement is not what we tend to prefer it, but they do it well, which is your character is more like a brick wall um and like you're like perfectly straight up, you move uh, I, slowly there's not a lot of acrobatics. there's a double jump, but this is yeah. a game where you're kind of flying around. you stay at times still parrying things back and forth at people, and then you walk up and then you pulverize them with a baseball bat or any other weapon.
1: Or like you parry um, with your briefcase and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and, and that feels, it reminds me of, yeah, I'm trying, like Final Fight. There is a type of action game that is not really in vogue anymore that, that this feels more in line with than a lot of the other games that we play of, of that's kind there- of this genre.
1: There was an element to, while I was playing it that it reminded me of the Batman Arkham games uh, game mm. we talked about recently, <clears throat> because you will get surrounded by quite a number of guys, and the game constantly encourages you to like keep a combo going with a lot of different attacks, and you'll do more damage as you like keep that combo high. So that that was like, I mean, obviously that's a 3D game. And this is 2D, but otherwise, uh, I, I think there's some analogs there did you you played it on steam deck on steam deck yeah i i'm curious this is i think only out
0: on pc right now i don't think it's on switch i could be wrong i'll check um but this feels like a game meant to be played portable uh I, i i started on steam deck and then i switched to a tv and that lasted maybe an hour and then immediately switched back um but I'm curious if we will see a trend in game design that is um, mobile first for, for PC games. And I, I think what I mean by that is like obviously you can play it wherever you want. There's no like wrong way or place to play this game. But the density of the screen the density of the of the image that they're trying to show you looks best on a small screen. I found that on a TV, it looked kind of empty at times, but on a small screen, it looked perfect. Like, uh, it was really easy to read, it was clear, um, and the opposite can be true, too, right? Like, there are some games that I feel like I have to play on a TV because they're too dense.
1: Yeah, it's, it's too much. It gets too cramped if you're playing a, a really detailed, like, try playing, like, doom on a steam deck it's just like a lot going on in a very small space uh yeah i kind of get what you're saying um it's yeah i think some people i i certainly prefer playing these sorts of games in a handheld form just from a comfort and convenience standpoint but i do know what you mean about it's it's kind of bizarre to be tethered to a large tv while you're playing something like this which is more retro inspired Yeah, I I do have good news. It
0: is on Switch.
1: Yeah, it looks like it's on Xbox as well, maybe? Yeah, it's on
0: Switch, uh, Xbox One, all the way up to Xbox Series X. Um, Are they still uh, putting out Xbox One games? I guess they are. Yeah, why not, you know? Yeah. Let's toss it up. (laughs) Uh, I I would definitely recommend playing this game on mobile, however you can do that, Um, unless for whatever reason it's on Game Pass,
1: which... And just to be really clear... When you say mobile, you don't mean on a phone. You mean, you know, I handheld. don't. <laughs> I don't. I. We the, should really mo- specify that. But
0: but the, but the the lines are blurring. It makes no sense. They are. They they are
1: blurring. You're right. Uh, but, but you're but right. I'm not. They, I'm I don't not think it's available on phones, even if you wanted to. So. Oh my gosh. I yeah. I I don't think so. I. This is a conversation we
0: will have to have another time, as um more and more like Resident Evil becomes available on uh. On your phone, that, like, right? What the hell is going on? They're also, um, Death Stranding on iOS. I, like, what are we doing? It's just all. <laughs> it's all. It's all blurred together. It's all the same. If you can play that game, the the controls for that game on a touchscreen is the funniest thing imaginable. <laughs> like, it must be the whole screen. How? Yes, of course, it's the whole screen. Yeah, it, it's it's absolutely deranged. I will. Take a photo of the controls of Death Stranding, uh, like what it actually looks like. It's it's absurd, and I will post it
1: on Besties. I mean, I'm sure anyone who's playing Death Stranding is playing it with a controller, right? You know what I think? So I think that they put the controls, like the actual full
0: control map, on the screen the moment you turn on Death Stranding on iOS. Just to be
1: like you, fucking idiot! You should be playing with a controller.
0: (laughs) A hundred percent. It is not actually a UI. It is a threat.
1: And yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You see it and you're like, oh, yeah, no, I, you told me exactly what I need to know, which is I need to go buy a Backbone. Um, no free ads, but <laughs> or a Xbox <laughs> controller, whatever else. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Death Stranding 2. Oh, we can't go down this path. Anomaly Agent. It's a good game uh, at, I think, a, a pretty reasonable price for w- what this sort of thing is. And I think if you are in, if you crave old school beat em ups, if you love that cowboy bebop style, if you like giant hands that chase you, and especially if you don't mind a slow fifteen. It's a very it's hands. a very
1: brief period of time before like the toolkit. I, I don't mean to obsess over it. I just like yeah, am no, always hyper good focused on the beginning of games. I wish I had
0: known because I had that same reaction where I was a little grumpy. I also think sometimes even though it's a cheaper game, it... I don't know how other people are, but I think it can be tempting to be like, hey, I'm going to refund this. I played 10 minutes. This isn't what I thought it was. I'm getting rid of it. And that's not the case here. It is a different game once you get into it. For sure. Um, So yeah, check it out. Should we take a break and then come right back and talk about the future of the show? Yeah, that sounds great. Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, rocketmoney.com
1: slash besties this episode of the besties is sponsored by aura frames all right so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy i'm sure immediately names jump to your mind those are the sorts of people that you would say oh maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house Highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. Hey,
0: everybody. We are back, and we are going to talk about the future of of the resties first things first good news it's not disappearing forever so we got that out of the way
1: (laughs) i know Um, you guys are used to the idea of besties uh, things just vanishing into the ether
0: yes the resties it is staying it's just changing and that's what we're going to talk about and we're figuring it all out and we're figuring it all out with you so we recently hosted a poll on the newsletter to learn more about what y'all like to hear and we did that for two reasons one Frankly, we just really want to know
1: what you enjoy. Uh, We We like like to take educated guesses based on comments and and what people seem to like. But it's actually surprisingly difficult to know for sure which episodes are landing better or worse than others. Uh, So it's incredibly great that you guys uh, submitted your thoughts into somewhat of a... (laughs) complicated uh, poll <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're gonna go over the results uh, at the end of all this and uh, let me tell you not what I expected very happy with the results extremely happy frankly um, but not what I expected. so yes I'm glad we did that We like to make the show with you not just at you and this has been a really helpful way for us to to do that process um, so that's one two. Um, the Rusty's is about to go through some changes, and we're still figuring out what that will entail, but there's like a reality <laughs> that we have to get into. Um, so we've always tried to keep the show alive
1: off of really corporate benefactors is the only way to describe <laughs> them. I, I guess the show, yeah, it started with Vox Media, and then we had the benefit of of Spotify saying like, hey, we want to do the exclusive uh, season with you guys, which was obviously a bummer for everyone that did not have Spotify because they couldn't access that season. Anyway, that deal ended and the world was opened up to all those episodes and, and all the future episodes since then. But those have been the ways that we've sort of uh, tackled making the show available in addition to the biggest one, which has been the most recent one, and that is ads yeah,
0: and the, the way ads work is um, a fickle, um, often nonsensical market of which uh, companies assign value to random numbers of listeners and certain target audiences. And I mean I'll be types. more
1: pointed than that.
0: It's it's called the economy. <laughs> well, well there's that too, right? There's like the, yeah, it, it's all on top of each other and it's um garbage. Um, uh, at times to, to not to deal with, um, we've been very fortunate that all our sponsors have been wonderful. Um, but the actual, like being able to rely on it, that part's hard.
1: Um, so in short ads, very unpredictable. If you've ever listened to an episode and maybe this very episode that you're listening to and we say like, Oh, we're going to throw to an ad or we take an ad break or whatever it is. And no ad plays that's because ads are very unpredictable. (laughs) And it's not because there was an ad that was supposed to be there. It's because no ad was sold for that time slot. So just understand that, like, whenever you hear that, it's nice. I certainly am like, oh, great, the show is back. That's fine. But it does, it should give you a slight amount of pause because it does mean, oh, what was previously sold as an ad slot was not actually sold that week.
0: Yeah, I will say for me on the other end, when I listen to one of my favorite shows and it doesn't have an ad spot, a chill runs down my <laughs> spine. Like it, It's like um, we just moved a, a, a second closer to midnight on the doomsday clock, you know? It's, it's not great. Um, so, yes, that's it. We're being transparent, I would say, in and, and what, what we're experiencing. And we just want to let you know that we're considering what our options are. There is not going to, like, again, the show is not disappearing. We're still figuring out. That's why we did the survey. We're still figuring out what we want to do. But we also want to figure out, like, how can we make it possible for us to do it? There, there's all sorts of options, and we're, we're interrogating all of them. And we will keep you posted. Honestly, we would love to hear your thoughts. That has always helped us. It is not steered us wrong in the over the decade that we've been doing besties and then the resties on top of that. so if you have feelings whether you would like to share them at besties.fan um, or you want to reply to the email if you don't like to post comments that's cool too um and yeah that would that would really help and we are thinking about things separate from that and we will have more information
1: soon. yeah yes pretty much cool that's everything. That's that's it. We should talk about the fun stuff now. Let's do the fun stuff. Can I tell you about the poll? I'm so excited. Okay. So the coolest thing
0: about the poll is um, I, I love to be wrong, basically. there There's a thing that you always want to do when you are making shows like this or even with us at Polygon. Um, and the question is always, hey, is the thing that I want to do also the thing that our audience wants? And often the answer is no. <laughs> um, I Full pulling back the curtain of reality on journalism here. People always say, like, "Yeah, I, I really want to read some, like, really hard journalism. I'm looking for, like, meaty features that are going to, like, crack the industry wide open. And then you write them and, like, five people read them. Um, it is why most hardcore journalism is subsidized by, you know, like, grants <laughs> or underwriting or or, all or like sorts jeff of other bezos things. <laughs> yeah or, or like back in the day when like every city had a local newspaper it was subsidized by the sports section the ads for jc pennies and like the comics yeah um that was never the thing that was you know paying the bills so we we worry about that sometimes too for a show like this of hey what do, what does our audience actually want and what you told us Overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly, is that you want us to talk more about overlooked indie games by a colossal margin. Um, <laughs> it was astounding. It, it it's it, there's there's nothing that even came close to it. Though there are other things that, that got some good votes, and we'll talk about them too. But this is thrilling for us because we love to play these games and we love to talk about these games. But again, this isn't always at every publication, the number one thing that attracts an audience readership. So I I have like theories about why I think our audience so specifically is into this. But I'm curious what you think fresh of like, was this what you thought would be the top pick?
1: Um, not necessarily I do, you know, I think when we started doing resties, there was obviously a demand for some of these smaller titles that like we didn't have time for on besties because there's a limit of how many games we can fit in and obviously play in a single week. So like that was part of it, but I did, we'd always have those weeks, even like this week is a good example of a game that like anomaly agent doesn't have like cachet. Like, it's a cool game. I really dig it. But if you put Anomaly Agent in a headline, no one's going to know what the fuck that is unless they've played the game already. And so it did always give us a little bit of pause to say, like, oh, we're going to focus this game or this episode around a game or several games that you hadn't heard of before. And yet, whenever we do that for Resties or we do, like, a grab bag episode for Besties that we just did, people always seem to really dig it. I don't think... I'll say this for Besties, I don't think we can do that all the time for Besties because there are a lot of like big larger games that I think all of us want to talk about because they're also important, but Resties has been a, like a really nice home for the smaller stuff and and I think will continue to be.
0: Yeah, I, I I said this at the top of the episode. There are so many weird little games coming out this year. I what is, what is in my calendar right now of game codes uh most of them i we cannot talk about yet lines up so well with this for for at least until the end of march and who knows beyond that probably two but i have at least 10 games right now that i am so looking forward to in seeing this was like a very strong encouragement of yeah that's the thing i should make time for
1: um i would also say that like We were talking about 2023 as a year, and it indeed was like an outrageous year from a large releases standpoint, but those obviously those years are not common. Like we probably won't get a year like that in terms of AAA releases for the next five years could be before that happens. But, you know, what we will do because we've always gotten this even in, quote, slow years is like weird, bizarre indie shit that like you've never heard of, but is doing something really, really cool. So there's kind of a never ending supply of them, which is great for us. And and, I guess great for you. Fresh,
0: there is a game coming out this month called the Thaumaturge. Do you know anything about this? I watched the trailer that you put in. Holy shit. It looks very weird. (laughs) It is a story driven RPG, hardcore RPG, set in 1905 Warsaw, in which you are a magic doctor who fights people with like monsters that I think are all inspired by like Russian folklore and like Jewish history. It looks incredible i am so glad that i will uh be making time to talk about this game and it is one of many anyway i I don't want to get too buried on that i know i say that as we already have but yes uh we hear you we are excited uh that you are excited uh the the one that came right after that and i think may have stacked the deck for this one is video game history class And we put the poll up alongside our episode about the history of Rocksteady, um, the team that made uh, the Suicide Squad game that is just coming out, just out now, and the Batman games before that. And that episode was kind of inspired by a show you and I used to do with Allegra Frank called um, The uh, History of Fun. You actually made a book inspired by that, too. And those are our chances to get really deep on the stories behind games and i have a whole bunch of those that i i personally would love to do there's a new game coming out from uh what remains of the studio that made bioshock and i look forward to telling everybody all about the (laughs) the stories um that led to bioshock to all of its sequels to how the hell we got to uh Ghost Story Games and Judas, which is the new game that's coming out and just was shown at the recent Sony event. Um, but I, I feel like both of us, you, you've you made a few of these in different forms, uh, both here and at Polygon, too, right?
1: Yeah, like his, history, deep dives into a variety of topics. Yeah. That, yeah, no, I, I've done a few of them over the years. Uh, I did one on Spelunky that was a lot of fun. And uh, obviously, we did the History of Fun show. Which you can still listen to. Uh, I think we had like uh, probably forty episodes of that. Um, but yeah, I always love doing these. It's it's interesting with games because there are certain games that are like have a ton out there, and some games very very little uh, because of the studio culture or whatever it was that like everything kind of kind of got locked down. But at the very least, I think we will find some fun anecdotes and and things you might not have known about. Uh, as we do those episodes uh, from here and there. And number three
0: of the top three is franchise playthroughs, which we did um, last year with the Metal Gear Solid games. We did that on Besties. Um, But a, a note that I did see with the feedback on this is for us to be able to go even deeper into them. And I have a feeling that that means a little bit of that blurring of like video game history of what was it? actually like playing this game when it came out yeah um i i can say separate from this for besties you're going to be absolutely driven mad by this going to be pushing for a death stranding book club this year you see that trailer for death stranding 2 we gotta do it we gotta i I watched it (laughs) we got it we gotta get the band back together there's a, a, a rock star bad guy who came back from the dead i here's here's a great thing about the death stranding 2 trailer i am a diehard Death Stranding fan.
1: I have. Did you actually beat Death Stranding? Oh, of course. Okay. Of course. Well, I wouldn't assume anything. You've, you've been. have well, no, of right. things they're, that You've they're... never finished. <laughs>
0: well, that's true. But like my my like my Identity games, the the games that I just can't stop talking about. You know, there're sure shows and shows and shows. The, the the usuals. You see it through to the end multiple yeah. times if I can. Um, I love that game. I watched the trailer for the sequel and i have no
1: idea what is going on not even a little bit i mean i recognize some characters there were some yeah. familiar faces oh, 100%
0: but if you told me it was the same actress in a different movie i would be like yeah that seems right
1: oh it come is... on i mean there are similar like there are similarities like you, they showed some like gameplay stuff that like
0: it, like do you know I where lo- death stranding ended did you you beat it i, I
1: did beat it do think I remember if, where it? Ended? Well, we don't want to spoil it for. People, I'm not going to, but like
0: think, think about the final images of that game. And I ask mean, the yourself, last
1: hour of that game was like fucking buck wild. <laughs> it was like taking MDMA. So yes. I, I don't really. Kn- I mean, you're right. That's a that is a question of how you even continue things from there. <laughs> um, I yeah,
0: I can't wait. I I can't wait. It, to it see is Conan interesting. And Ryan I in I am again. excited. Um, so, yeah, we we will figure that out. I would say that when we do a franchise playthrough um, this year, we'll probably put that up to a, a vote somewhere um, because I, I want to make sure that people can play along with us and that, they, that folks want to play along with
1: us. I also want to be the really – let me – full disclosure. The really tricky thing about these franchise playthroughs is whether it's for besties or resties – In both cases, everyone involved needs to be, like, pretty cool with whatever the game genre is. So, for example, Mm -hmm. if someone were to be like, oh, you guys should do a Final Fantasy franchise playthrough, I would be miserable. I've really tried a number of times, and it just wouldn't be fun for me. So, like, that's the hard part of this. Um, But I do think there are franchises that are, like, appealing to all of everyone on the show and certainly both of us. Um, we just need to be mindful of that. Uh, so I guess we'll just have people pick from a list of, uh, things we love.
0: Yes. I, I, regret to inform you it won't be a strategy game, but we will at some point figure out a way to get a strategy person on this show to talk. I about like it.
1: Starcraft and Starcraft too. Those are fun.
0: I don't think that you're making people feel better. I think, I think you just made it worse. I just think you, you grabbed a handful of salt and put it in the wound. For I'm sorry. Friends.
1: Oh, um, man, Into the Breach? Forget about it. Love it.
0: Okay, Best. okay, okay, okay. We're getting it. We're going to – hey, we're going to play so much Unicorn Overlord, you know? Oh, it's boy. It's going to be great. Okay, next up is uh, number four, the next big thing. And this is what is, like, just about to break big on Steam. Um, maybe it just has. It's, it's blowing up that week. Or it is a thing that we believe we have – real faith in is going to click with a lot of people. And we want to make sure you are the first to get to try it and the first to be able to hear about it. We want you to be able to go on your discord and look like you are some sort of like video game soothsayer or prophet. or uh,
1: what would would be another thing that you could predict the future? I like, oh, I thought you were looking for a synonym to profit, which I don't know I can pull one.
0: Yeah, I don't think either of the words... I picked worked. I, I I want you to be like um that Biff from Back to the Future. Oh, with the magazine. Up. Yeah, and you're like, hey, I got a Game Pro from the year 2085, mm-hmm.
1: and I know exactly. The example that I always think of is when Stephen Spawn guested it on the show and was like, hey, I'm playing a game called Inscription, and literally none of us had heard of it, <laughs> and it ended up being like, I don't, I don't think it won that year, but it definitely got it close. It won Polygon's
0: Game of the Year that yes. year.
1: So that was like an example. So we won't always know what that stuff is, but we'll try to come as close to accurate as possible. And then number five um, is what else you might like.
0: And this is like not games stuff. Yeah, this is movies, books, and stuff, which I think is just just beefing up, just beefing up that final section. You know, yeah, we'll, we just got to we'll beef it up. Try to get more variety for sure. So those are our top five. Thank you all for voting on that and again with with those if you have any ideas of episodes that you'd like within it let us know in the comments you know that we're always reading it we love to hear what you think and we did it that we did it that's the future of the show a look into the days to
1: come awesome i'm so um, proud of us
0: what else do you have going on what uh, anything else you've been enjoying
1: I mean, I do love that buy nothing group that has been taking up a lot of my time, but uh, no, I'm just chucking through uh, Fargo. I'm finally watching the final season of Better Call Saul, uh, which is just like so tremendous. And I feel like there must be a lot of people, uh, I think, and I'm talking to one of them who loved Breaking Bad. But just like didn't watch Better Call Saul because it's like, oh, it's a prequel. And oh, it's about a character I'm not really engaged with. I think. Soup to Nuts, Better Call Saul is a better show than Breaking Bad. Um, And uh, I think not enough people watched it. So I would strongly recommend diving in if you haven't yet. It it is quite the watch. I think my TV
0: viewing habits changed. Like it's not that I think the show is bad or it's a prequel. It's that I don't watch that much TV anymore, especially TV that asks a lot of me. And I don't know if that's the The moment of like prestige TV has come and passed. Maybe it's just me that you know, like I
1: am older and I have a kid, so it's harder for me to make the time for I it. I mean, it's taken me years to finish this show, so I'm definitely sensitive to that problem.
0: Yeah, and it's so silly that I say that because I watch movies, but uh, for me, the more immediate payoff of a movie, of I start it and I finish it and I got what I needed from it, yeah, is good, and also the perpetual fear I always have with T V is twofold. One, that I'll start it and then like I'll have to go on a work trip and two weeks will pass and then I'll kind of be out of it. Um and then two, that I can't trust my spouse who will definitely watch more episodes after I fall asleep. Oh, um and I yeah. think that I think that's what killed T V in our house is we just got to a point where it was I, I was always behind and then she I mean, need time. shows for you and shows for her and then you'd figure it out that's so true that's, that's true i need to get better about like just watching something on an ipad um yeah, yeah I, 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 I i say that i'll give it a try but uh, let's be honest i i don't know when i'm gonna do that this is my year of gaming and i'm embracing it <laughs> i gotta play all this weird stuff there's a new grand blue game is that you is it grand blue or Granblue? I have no idea
1: I've heard of it, but I don't know how it's pronounced.
0: Y'all, I found a new, I found a new thing, a new identity for myself. I haven't even tried it yet, but I've been looking at the reviews. I've seen it climbing up on Steam, and sometimes you just, you know, it, it's like i it's nighttime, and I'm in the woods, and I hear a rustling in the leaves, and I know that that wolf is going to eat me, and I just accept it. I just, I accept my fate, and that's how it feels with this game. Um, so I'm going to play some more of that. I've been playing some more, um, like a dragon. I am, I'm not as far as Griffin who I think has just finished it. Um, but I, I, think I'm getting close to the end and seeing that through. And hopefully at some point this year, we could maybe do a spoiler cast for like a, a B segment in one of the shows. Um, and, and yeah, and that's it. I also watched a movie called used cars the other night starring kurt russell when he's like a very very young man and it is one of the like trashiest comedies i've seen in a very very long time i don't know if i can recommend it on this show i think you just did i you know i didn't retweets are not endorsements that's i i just shared that it exists i shared (laughs) that kurt russell is in it it's a very very dark comedy um, and I, I didn't have a bad time. I, I had a really bad headache and I just wanted something like real old fashioned goofy and yeah. it, it definitely delivered on that front. Um, and yeah, I think that's, that's probably it for me for right now. Uh, right on. yeah. Uh, cool. Should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. We just want to thank you for listening to the show. It is always our pleasure. If you want to leave a review, you can do that at Apple Podcast. If you want to uh, subscribe to the newsletter, you can do that at besties.fan. Dot uh, and get the new issue right when each episode comes out. We include all the games and all the stuff that we've been talking about with easy-to-use links to save you time with the Google. And that's it. That's it for the resties. I am Christopher Thomas Plant. You are Ross well, Frustig. And we are the Resties, where the rest of the fest discuss the best of the rest. R- Resties. Resties. Yeah, we kind of did at that time.